Previously on Quest Friends Forever. My name is Nicholas. Nicholas Mage. We're going to steal the Constance Declaration of Independence. I'm looking for a diamond. In my possession, I have five diamonds that meet the criteria you're looking for. I won't be traveling with you, but I won't be far behind. When you acquire the declaration, go ahead and contact me. Sitting directly in the center of the room, you are looking at the Declaration of Independence. Put in the fake, let's grab it, let's drop the dome, and let's get the fuck out of this party. Because there is liquid on the ground of this room that's not usually on the ground of, as you shut the door, you hear him say, Ah, crotch! I'm very worried. There are so many eyes out here. I'm very, very, very worried. At this same time, back in the the mansion, you hear kind of a commotion kick up. Hey, nobody's going anywhere, all right? Lock the doors. Hey, hang on. Hang on a second. The ogre is realizing that you just tried to cast a spell on him, and he's like, something's going on here. I, I'm going to need you guys to hang on. A uh, glass bottle suddenly <gasps> comes flying into frame and hits the ogre on the head, knocking him unconscious instantly. And you see the Minotaur bartender, never let the party die. The carriage escapes Balthazar's mansion, and you have stolen the Declaration of Independence. You are speeding away from Balthazar's mansion. The horse corps, led by Horus, 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 and Horus, is pulling your carriage through the paved streets of Castor. You, with the declaration in hand, are trying to make it back to Mr. Mage. And as you uh, turn around and kind of look back toward the party, you notice that the uh, the ogre that was knocked out by the bartender has started to climb to his feet. And uh, there's a, a crowd forming near the entrance of the, the, the mansion up on the hill that you're speeding away from. And it looks like some people may be getting into carts to chase after you. Um, you have a good couple hundred yards lead on them, but uh, this is not going to be necessarily... A, a clean getaway. So uh, you know that Nicholas Mage is uh, somewhere nearby. He said he would be not traveling with you, but traveling kind of around you. Uh, how would you like to try to get to hold of the wonderful mage known as Nicholas? Okay. I'm just going to be reckless and immediately just try to use the uh, ring of useful objects and see what I find. Okay. So you're going to roll a D20 to see what happens when you activate the ring of useful objects. What's going to come out of your mouth quite literally? I rolled 11, so I get one uh, D6 pieces of chalk. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How many pieces of chalk? Because here's my thing. Here's what I wanted to do. I wanted to roll a six so I can get the fucking copper wire, and then I could cast something onto the copper wire, and it would shoot it like electricity into the sky because it's conductive. You know what? Like, boom, boom, boom. You know what? Roll with advantage because you are quick thinking. You were the first one to talk, and I like that, that you were just ready to go. Uh, So why don't you roll with advantage and try again? Because when he realizes he's going to get chalk, Val, like, tugs on his shirt to get his attention, and then, because I have a piece of chalk. (laughs) (gasps) You actually got it? I literally just rolled a six. Yeah. So I gave him a okay. piece of chalk so he doesn't need the chalk so he got to reroll. That's fucking crazy. Okay, so I swear to God, I swear that wasn't me doing it for like <laughs> That's not me doing it for the sake no, yeah. of the pot it's, or the it's bit. It's meant to be at this I point. literally just it rolled is a six. It's meant to fucking be. So as the cart is speeding away, you activate the ring of useful objects, Jared, and you concentrate and try to focus on what you want. And you remember that last time you used this it did not go very well and you gagged and sputtered and choked everywhere. But this time as the ring activates, you feel a tickle in the back of your throat, and you reach into your mouth, and the ring from your mouth has produced three feet of copper wire, which is not going to feel super great coming out of the old uh, the old gullet, 
but uh, you, yeah, like a magician pulling scarves out. It just keeps on coming. Yeah. And uh, mm. you now have three feet of copper wire that is a little bit, uh, a little bit saliva-y. Okay, and copper wire is malleable, but like dense, right? Like, yeah. I can bend it into a shape. I'm absolutely an engineer. Don't check. So I'll say yes. Hell yeah. Yes, so you what, can. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just start bending it in a bunch of different directions. Okay. You're going to end um, up with a poodle. And by that, yeah, I'm going to do <laughs> like, like a balloon a, animal. Like a, Yes, a balloon animal. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to start forming it into different letters, like a collect, like one of those straws that has the letters. A crazy straw, sure. Yes. So um, you know the ones. You know yeah, the kind. We all know. We all have them. As we're going, I'm doing it. And then eventually I form it until it says, we did it. Okay. <laughs> and what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold the base of this with my leather pouch Mm-hmm. I, one of my keepsakes is like a leather pouch so it's like like gloves and I'm going to hold the copper at the base and then I'm going to cast a chromatic orb of mm-hmm. lightning at the bottom of this okay, okay so here's, here's how to visualize this it's like a brand like a brand iron sure like you know how you like burn cattle's butts mm-hmm. it's like that but it says we did it and I'm holding the bottom of it and so if I shoot the lightning into the copper it's conductive it's going to like a firework shoot the phrase we did it into the sky and someone's gonna see it i love it i simply love it so okay so you're making an attack so you do not need to roll very high because you're just doing this in your lap all we're rolling to see is if you uh crit miss and if you crit miss something bad might happen but that's all you have to roll for you got a nine okay you're safe (gasps) I just always got to roll to see if we see if we crit fail. So, Jared, uh, as you are in the back of this cart, kind of bouncing around, or carriage, excuse me, kind of bouncing around um, as you speed down the hill, uh, without really a direction yet, you just know you're trying to get away. Um, who's driving, by the way? The horses. Yeah, the horse are our chauffeur. They know where we're going. They know the where horse, to go. The horse corps are well trained. They are a mem- they are members of this team. Okay, they know to. Just get the hell out of there. Okay. If sure. anything, this should also be in the initiative order. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> well, they haven't been in a fight yet. Um, yet. Yet. They are armored sometimes. Can we add, like, cool, like, transporter getaway music? Oh, yeah. Can you add the soundtrack to Transporter? Transporter 2, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, just that, like, that, like, <laughs> chunky, uh, like, acid rock. Lower, like, chunky, like, you have, house rock. Or, like, could you just have some the rock and power theme song? Jason Statham? Like as we're fighting, or as we're yeah, uh, yeah. One of your the horses are actually voiced by Jason Satham, which is weird. Oh, I breath. Yeah, it's me, Jason. I mean, horse. It's, it's me, Jason Statham. Whip me harder, and I'll go faster, faster. Oh, I quite like that. <laughs> your neighbors so, are hearing all of this, Danny. Yeah, it's and so delightful. <laughs> yeah, well, and I said, whip me harder. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, the horses are apparently going their own way, I guess. Uh, so, I, I so Jared, Stephanie, Stephanie can be helping out up there do you realize that no one's driving and you kind of <laughs> reach out and grab the reins yeah what the fuck okay. is ellie doing this whole time she, she's reaching out and also grabbing the reins with stephanie as uh-huh. stephanie does ellie does so jared do you like lean out the window and fire this off oh actually in our cart is there stuff around so nobody gets residual electric um yeah i mean uh you probably want val to stand back because val is you know metal yeah somebody cover oh val goodness. right now get val a towel oh my goodness Ellie just does like a like a Secret Service trying to protect the president, just like big bear hug on top of Val. It's a good she thing. Goes, okay. you, it's a good thing you asked where, where's Val because Val was one foot right behind you, mimicking your exact moves. Okay, good. Yeah. So get them Ooh. out of here. Somebody get them out of here. 
Yeah, Ellie does like a Secret Service dive and covers Val. Uh, so you fire your chromatic orb at this thing from the bottom, uh, this crazy straw. And it's not perfect. It's not like beautiful calligraphy penmanship. But the point gets across. The words, the kind of jaggedy words, we did it, appear in the sky for a second before flittering out of existence. And Oh my yes. God, I just realized that I still have sky right. But I like this better. <laughs> Eric's face. <laughs> <laughs> you literally you know, have Sky Riot? Yeah, remember I did it? I in yeah, Absol- you did. But again, I don't have my spells because, uh, you know, my Russia sight's down. I'm Thanks, obsessed. Russia. Well, I'm happy to know that either way we would have done this exact yeah. thing. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're too distracted grabbing the horses and <sighs> so making sure we stay on stay on track. I just okay. did a DIY fucking mashup version that's really cute <laughs> you, you you put it together it was great it was <sighs> so as you fire this message up into the sky and you're feeling kind of like okay cool we did it you notice that there is uh two uh powerful and sleek and muscular black horses suddenly trailing behind you being ridden by uh men who are undoubtedly guards based on their uniforms and they are gaining on you because these horses are fucking turbo-ass horses. Uh, they have hit the NOS. And these guards are coming down hard trying to catch up to your cart. So let's see. Jared is doing his thing. Stephanie is driving. So Val, you will have the first chance to try to do something. Val uh, holds if- out their arm and uh, launches a torpedo from the... From the, where? From the chassis. Uh-huh. I've, had that the whole, I've had that the whole time. Uh, okay. Um, it's weird that we haven't noticed it, and it's also not on your character Sorry, did sheet I say, did I say torpedo? I meant, I meant grappling hook. Do you do have a grappling hook? Uh, no. <laughs> you, the person who should know is you, so don't, don't say I don't know. Is there uh, anything in the cart with us? Uh, Isn't there gold all lining all around the whole thing? Why would there just be gold laying around? On the cart because we had to look fancy to get into the party. In the yeah, first place. you made your you made your cart look kind of fancy. Yeah. Okay. It's not like gold coins. Well, but it's chunks of metal, I assume. Sure. So Val starts taking off the chunks of metal off the cart, mid motion, okay. and starts chucking the stuff at the horses behind us, like like a frisbee, like a whoosh. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, sure why don't you roll a why don't you roll a d twenty <sighs> then? Thirteen. So. The uh, first horse of these two uh, fucking nitrous ass horses, um, you throw this metal siding at his rider like a frisbee, and he tries to move out of the way, but it clangs him on the shoulder and throws off his momentum, and he kind of falls off to the side and hangs on for dear life on the side of this horse, and it throws off the horse's momentum, and the horse has to slow down to avoid tumbling. And so now there's only one of these riders following, but I got to say, they are gaining. So... um, Stephanie, you turn around when you hear the, the clang of the metal siding hitting this, this gentleman, and you can try something if you would like. Okay. I'm going to turn behind me, and how far away are they? Uh, he is gaining pretty fast uh, coming downhill. He is within 30 feet at this point. Okay. I'm going to um, cast Erupting Earth directly like a foot in front of where they are now. Jesus. So like Okay. Uh erupting earth does you choose a point you can see on the ground within range. A fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in a twenty foot cube centered on the point. Each creature in that area must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes three D twelve bludgeoning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. 
Okay, the man got a seven, and the horse got a fifteen. So uh, you turn around and how do, do you like do you like do like a finger gun? You just like snap your finger? Like how does it? Or do you just like panic? Like ooh. Um. How does it look? I turn around and I like, I probably finger gun it. I'm probably like, th- like you know, trying to be as precise as possible. I mean, you probably are inspired to look cool based on the the fucking bartender that saved you last time, who had some cool words of encouragement for you. So, uh, keeping with the spirit of being cool, you uh, finger gun this erupting earth spell onto the ground right in front of this horse. And uh, the horse, uh, you know, animals kind of have that sense that something's about to happen. So the horse kind of starts skidding to a halt as the earth erupts in front of it, sending the guard riding it flying hilariously forward as the horse skids safely to a stop because we love horses here. The horse is totally fine. Uh, But the man goes flying and crashes into this new uh, pile of erupted earth and uh, is no longer able to follow. Um, and because and the-, the earth is now kind of uh, all, all mushed up and, and, and messed up right there, the next few carts and horses that approach from down the hill uh, have to stop and slow down. And you are now pulling away with a considerable lead on the guards. Both of them took 23 points of damage. The horse did not. The horse is perfect and fine and safe. We love horses on this podcast. Yes, thank you. I appreciate but that. The man is quite hurt. Can I retcon one small thing? Mm-hmm. When the guy flies off the horse, we hear a Wilhelm scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, a, and oh, then a, that's our one Wilhelm for that's the, the one. Entirety that's the perfect moment this. where we had the one. Okay, yeah. I'll I'll add it in right here. Okay, um, so now you are uh, around the city limits of Caster. You're getting the hell out of town, uh, kind of looking around, wondering if if this we did it message worked or what's going to happen as you kind of speed back away from the city. And just as you are wondering that, about mm, 30, 40 yards ahead of you. Uh, you see this like swirl in the air, like start start spinning like uh, clockwise or counterclockwise. Use your imagination. It's a swirl of air starts spinning and the space that it is occupying begins to alter and change uh, until it becomes a bit of a, a sort of like rift. Uh, one might say a portal even. And as you get closer, you can see that it is a uh, portal back into the luxurious uh, library room that you know belongs to Nicholas Mage, where you first met him and, uh, and made all these plans together. And through the portal, you see Nicholas like motioning with his arms, like, come on, come on, hurry up, go! And just kind of uh, is, in, is, is egging you on to just drive right into this portal. We're going. I, I've, you know what? I've seen but, this portal before. We probably have the key still, so I'm, I'm. We're either fine or we're not. But we're going. Okay. What if like <laughs> I like jump to the front and one of the horses sides? I like pull the reins on so they slow down to drift the cart. <laughs> and it's like, and then we just start. I don't know. I don't know. We should do that. Jared, um, uh, Jared, no surname. Jared, no last name, sir. Uh, why don't you roll a d20 for drifting? Yeah, actually, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I mean, you do, you do have the thought of you're about to drive this speeding cart pulled by four beautiful, massive, majestic horses into, like, basically a study yeah. where it's enclosed with four walls. We're going to have so. to stop. I mean, potentially. He said um, he would if, be close if somebody by. has the power to open up a rift in space and time to create a portal to transport somebody from one place to another, they probably mm-hmm. can figure out breaks. I mean, he's pretty busy with the portal, so. I did roll a seven. Incredible. <laughs> so, Jared, you try to drift the horses, sensing that you need to come to a quicker stop than perhaps expected. 
you don't quite get a hand on the ball, so to speak, or I guess hand on the reins the way you wanted to. And uh, the I first... heard that before. Hey, am I right, <laughs> fellas? <laughs> oh. All right, settle oh, down. Fuck. Settle down, everybody. Okay. Uh, you ch- attempt to drift this horse. The horse doesn't really get what you're trying to do, though. It kind of looks back at you like, Bruh. and you, <laughs> the four of you and the four horses, simply just power through the portal into Nicholas's study, uh, pulling back on the reins, obviously, as best you can, but there is no cool drift. Uh, and the horses, of course, don't understand what this is and crash into the study. Uh, you run through a, a wooden table that just explodes. Uh, you crash into the chalkboard that was there when you made your heist plans. Uh, you knock over Nicholas's big wooden desk and come to a, a messy, sloppy stop uh, right before you crash into the far wall and now find yourselves and this whole cart and these four horses in a very messy-looking study. Before anybody does, does anything else and we just made a hot mess of this room, can I do a lightning-fast investigation to see if there's anything that I could just grab? From the study? Maybe something got splintered, wood splintered out from the desk that was in a private drawer that he didn't want Val to So your first gut reaction, your first knee-jerk reaction to crashing a cart of four horses into someone's bedroom, essentially, is what can I steal? Yeah. Okay. Then roll for it. 16. (sighs) You stole our hearts. You stole my valuable time. (laughs) Um, so in the wreckage uh from the desk that got tipped over uh one of the uh drawers tipped open and there is a mystery potion yay there's a thin vial of blue liquid that is not labeled that you just reach out and grab and you don't even look around to see if nicholas is there you just grab it apparently yeah okay as the literal dust settles in this now destroyed study, uh, the wheels of the carriage still kind of spinning uh, as it almost is tipping over. Uh, you turn back and see that the portal has closed and uh, Nicholas has also come through it from his hiding spot where he was. And he looks uh, kind of wild. We've got a wild look in his eye that his, his, his place just got destroyed. I mean, he already kind of always looks kind of wild because he's Nicholas Mage. And he looks at the four of you and goes, did we do it? Is it, is it here? Let me see it. I don't even care. Let me see it. Where is it? Who, who has it? Give it to me. I pull out the tube from elsewhere. Whoa. Wink, wink. Oh, my. Am I um, right, fellas? Oh. Uh, and I, I tap it on my hand like a ruler in the hands of a disciplinary teacher. Ooh. He scrambles. He's on the other side of the room. He starts running over to you. He has to hop over now broken chairs. He He's crawling over like a couch with a gash in it. He trips at one point over a piece of wood and just like crawling on all fours with a I, just frenzied look in his eye. I cast my mage hand that shoots out in front of me and does like a stop. Okay. Halfway across the room to slow him down. He he is on all fours at this point crawling and he is he's just reaching out for it. I, I need, give it to me. I, I have to see it, please. Did the crash reveal any other sort of hidden trinkets and or treasures? <laughs> uh, there's a lot of papers flying around in the air. There's a lot of dust. Uh, no obvious. How, are there any deeds or checks in that paper? Uh, there's. So you see a a scroll by your feet. Um, all you can kind of see poking out of the scroll is the word official written in nice calligraphy. 
um, but it's still rolled up, so you can't see the rest of it. Is it right by my feet? Yes, yeah, right by your feet. It okay. fell out of the desk. I'm going to pick it up, and I'm going to point it in his direction. I'm going to say, I'll give you this, and I tap the tube on something, and it makes a like the the big plastic sound. Yeah. Um, I'll give you this for this, and I go, and I like crinkle, crinkle the paper a little bit. He looks at it, and uh, again, still frenzied, wild look in his eye, and looks at the deed uh, of whatever or whatever it is, perhaps, uh, and back to you, back to the tube, and he says, "Let me see it first. I have to know it's genuine. After that, yes, if it's genuine, you can have it." But I need, oh my uh, god, what if this? What if this actually isn't the genuine thing, and like the genuine one is like hung with like tape? on like the headboard of like Balthazar's bedroom like he's just got it there oh, like he hangs it above his bed so we can look at it while he fucks with yeah. tape yeah like yeah. you know yeah. so you know it's like awful not, e- and not even double-sided on the back he's got it no. across the corners oh yeah yeah no not just across the corners but like so also yeah yeah it's it's real bad there's also a stain that you probably don't want to know that that's on the it. roof wow good for him it's lemon um, juice so he oh, wants I to said see the it. headboard, but you know. He wants to see it. Okay. For fear that he's going to try to grab it from me before, mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to cast my mage hand, but I'm going to cast a second hand. Can I do that? My plan is to essentially cast a second hand, have both of those hands take the tube into the air and unscrew it and then open it and have it so high that he can't reach it. You could do it with one with Ledgermain. Ledgermain's special. You have a you have a beefed up mage hand. Okay. So. Yeah, you're you're it has a name, so it can do it more does. stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's dexterous. So it's dexterous. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna um that hand's gonna separate into two smaller hands, but they're going to be <laughs> dexterous <laughs> okay. enough to take the tube, um, raise it up in the air. One hand twists the cap like the, the cap falls off. That hand pulls out the um rolled declaration the body of the tube falls we hear those both things hit then the two hands slowly do like the roll out with their finger like i feel like open this is it. like if any of any moment this is like the most like aladdin from disney's aladdin like when you <laughs> yeah. get to a hand this is what's yeah. happening right now Amazing. um so they roll it out and then it's fully open they hold it turn it to make it vertical as it should be read and they just hold it angle it down towards um nicholas mage his eyes are the biggest you've ever seen anyone's eyes. He's got like anime eyes right now. And he's just like, oh, oh, oh. And he uh, rolls over onto his back. Comes. And he starts uh, just thrashing his arms and legs on the ground. He starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> Woo! He says, just laughing and elated more than anyone you've ever seen. And crawls back onto his belly and starts, like, army crawling towards your feet, Jared. And he starts kissing your feet. Oh, oh, my God. You actually did it. I, I can't believe it. The Declaration of Terror. Rawr. And he's, he's just just a mess right now. And he says, yeah, yes, take it. Take the deed. I don't care. Take it. And uh, he stands up. Or he gets up to his knees, actually. And he kind of dusts himself off a little bit. And he goes, all right, I'm ready. Let me have it. Well, first, you give us what we're owed, and then we'll give oh. it to you. We've risked our lives for this thing. You did. We're getting what we're owed. I got to be honest. I wouldn't have been surprised if you died, honestly. So, um, <laughs> he, uh, well, we didn't. 
like with his left hand, like motions like a like a Khmer as if somebody was there, obviously, but they're not. Um, and a black, large velvet bag comes uh, flying off one of the nearby bookshelves into his hand. And he grips the top of it with one hand and he kind of holds it for support uh, from the bottom of the other. And he offers it up to you, Jared, since you are the one he is uh, right on there. I grab the bag Mm -hmm. and I drop it down to Val. And I say, Val, can you check this? Sure thing. Val puts it in the back compartment. You don't count it. You just... (laughs) Well, it's all there. I promise. It's five. Five diamonds (laughs) to your specifications. Val kind of jumps up like just like a half an inch and you hear like a jingle, jingle, jingle. And, you hear the uh, sound of five diamonds clang around. Yeah. And then Val, exactly gives you five. Sort of, Val gives you kind of a robotic thumbs up. Okay. Thank you for your assistance. You've been a great help. Okay. You can have the declaration. Yeah. Yeah. I, Whoa. I, Got him. Big bang, baby. The mage hands, uh, plural, mm-hmm. quickly grab the tube that's fallen, roll the declaration back up, put it in, seal the cap, and hand over the tube he he clutches it to his chest with both arms like it's a like it's a long lost child and he uh you 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 can't really tell but you maybe think you see a little bit of a a glint in his eye like he's maybe crying a little but uh he 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 holds it together and he's breathing heavy finally at home i can't believe it so it went well then does anybody suspect anything are we are we good are we in the clear anybody gonna come after it or did the fake do the job I Val, mean, Val hmm. gives a big old thumbs up and says, "Sure thing." You all kind of had different reactions that with your faces. <laughs> no, we're we're so good. No one's coming after us or you or know that it's gone. Mm. Um, mm. not a, not a hair misplaced. Um, Laugh out we got loud. in. We got. We're we're doing. No, we're great. We're great. You're great. Even you're great, and you're you're good. I'm and we're now. good also. Um, yeah, oh no, my goodness. Exactly. Never felt and better. also, so is Balthazar, and at his party, he's good and there and celebrating, mm-hmm. unaware, and we're good. We're great. It's Amazing. good. We're, no, everything's good. He, uh, he gets to his feet, clutching this declaration. He's just, he looks elated, and he says, I can't believe it. I'm so, I'm so impressed. I'm so, I'm so grateful that you have done this amazing service for not just me, but for the preservation of the history of Constance. It's incredible, and, and now finally we can we can make right what went wrong so long ago from Balthazar. And he takes a big breath, and, and then he gives the poster tube a little kiss, and he says, you're home now, baby. And then he looks wow. back at you oh guys, God. and he says, you have exceeded my expectations. You've gone above and beyond. I, 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 just, I just can't believe it. And you're, you really are such, such great. You know, I'll, I'll say it. You know, the word heroes gets thrown around a lot, but honestly, you're heroes. I have to say, and I'm so grateful that I know I've already given you the, the diamonds, but I want to give you a little bit more. Would that be, would that be all right? I'm just, I'm just so, I'm just so overjoyed. Yeah, that'd be so sure great. Thing. You should give us more. I would like to, <laughs> I'd like to help you out. Help, help you get a little bit, uh, a little bit stronger. Obviously very strong already, but think of all the other powerful and handsome mages you could help and what good you could do in this great land of Constance. So I'd like to I'd like to enhance you a little bit. Ew. Not that way. Don't be gr- I mean, oh. don't be gross. Oh, okay. Well, no. okay, unless Ouch. No, no, no. No, no, no. And I also I didn't I also didn't mean like ew like it's you. I just meant uh, it was just, you know, sure. I, I we just don't really know each other like that. Yeah. Right, I, just, right. I wasn't. I mean, yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I, mean, I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to like Right. Yeah. Laugh, no, 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 it's fine. We're I fine. Mean, 
uh, unless no 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 we got no, no no no, no we business, business. We can, no 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 all no. right all right when he takes a big deep breath and he uh sets the tube down at his feet and he whispers i'll see you in a second baby he i i lean over to the group and i'm like is he gonna fuck that math <laughs> he doesn't hear you it's it's just a hole <laughs> it's just a hole. you know we could say that about lots of things in this life um he he claps his hands together very loud and very dramatically, like a like a Indo Karate Kid type move, and he goes. And he closes his eyes, and he looks like he's concentrating really really hard on something. Like he furrows his brow, and his even in this short amount of time, you see him kind of start breaking out a little bit of sweat in his forehead. And after almost thirty straight seconds of this, of him not moving, just concentrating, you're all just kind of standing there looking at him in Wait, silence. Pause. Pause. If this is 30 seconds long, can I roll for investigation to see if I can take something again? Yes, Val. <laughs> He's about to give you magical, cool powers and abilities, and you're like, yeah, what can I steal from this man? Yeah, I like I roll- that it just took a couple of weeks of Val hanging out with us for them to become with a total klepto. Yeah. Yeah, I learned I learned it from Papa. I learned it from watching you. I learned it from watching you. I got yes. an 18. Jesus Fucking Lord, rob this man! Throne in heaven. Ah, um, oh, yeah. What did yeah, you? What did you already pick up? The mystery potion. Mystery potion. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I don't you, know if I have my cigar anymore because I use it as part of my disguise. Yeah. And there was lots um, of running around and stuff. In in the rubble, you look back down to where you picked up the mystery potion, and in the rubble, you notice a uh, a, a small brown satchel. Okay. I pick it up. Do it's I? It's made of this? leather. This one I, I, I open up to see. What yeah, you got there. time apparently because he's, yeah. he's over there just fucking getting in the zone. Uh, yeah. In this satchel, there is a uh-huh. ruby. A small ruby. Okay. Okay. Are you fucking, can I do my thing now? Are you good? Yeah, well, Trying to give you magic powers and, and level you up here. Can I good? quickly do an arcana check on the no, ruby? No, no. Okay. You don't have time. You don't have time because, because... The uh, concentrating and now visibly shaking Nicholas Mage um, opens his mouth and starts yelling in a labored fashion. Like that. Until from his spot where he's standing, he has multiplied himself. Out of one man comes four men. And now standing in front of you are four Nicholas Mages of varying aesthetic qualities and costumes. From left to right, you are looking at a Nicholas Mage wearing kind of a dirty, holy white tank top underneath an open red Hawaiian shirt. And he has got a head of messy brown hair, sideburns almost down to his chin. And a and baby a, in his arms? Is that what you're going to say? And a just nasty, nasty looking mustache. This guy looks like he would you know, go to jail for stealing a baby kind of thing. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Um, Thank you, Eric. Now I, I know what he's doing. Thank you. I know. I was just like, wait, it's hold on. The next Nicholas Mage uh-huh. is honestly pretty jacked. Um, he's wearing a white tank top tucked into blue jeans. He's got a little bit of uh, chest hair sticking out from the top of the tank top. He's got a, a nice beard. He's got a long, uh, long mane going on. He's got a long flowy lock of hair or multiple locks, I guess. That's how hair works. Down to his shoulders. And a little bit of a breeze seems to blow from out of nowhere. And he just kind of takes a minute to appreciate it. And it kind of blows his hair behind him a little bit. Like he's uh, tasting freedom for the first time, one might say, after getting off a plane of some sort. Uh-huh. And he who, looks at who, the camera and he Who works. else was on the plane? Uh, some convicts. 
the third Nicholas Mage standing before you. Uh, by the way, they're all just like glowering at you. Like um, this Nicholas Mage is wearing all black, black t-shirt, black leather jacket, black leather pants, black leather belt, black hair. He smells like motorcycle gas, like he's maybe been on a motorcycle and around some fire. He's got a, a, a chain wrapped around his torso, like a, uh-huh. like a thing of bullets. It looks like he's been to hell and back, man. Does he have a motorcycle? Yeah. Oh, well, he doesn't have one. It's not in there. But he, can, it looks like, he looks like the kind of guy that would ride a motorcycle. That's a good observation. The fourth Nicholas Mage is wearing a, just, a, just a suit and tie, just a, a black suit, a uh, white shirt, kind of, kind of a green and gray striped tie. And he looks uh, a little bit sweaty. Like he's uh, been maybe running around a little bit, and out of nowhere, he just yells, bees! Oh, no, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm okay, I'm okay. Laugh out loud. Not the bees, it's okay. He's Wicker Man Nicolas Cage, but he just kind of wears a suit in that movie. I just want to make a bee joke. So, there are four. I didn't get it, because I've never seen Wicker Man. It's an absolute disaster. You are looking at these four Nicolas Mages of their amazing qualities, and when they speak, they speak in unison, all four at the same time. Oh, Val walks up to the first one. Greetings. I am a Varian mm-hmm. Alpha Psionic Altonian Lexo Transceiver so, so Unit. Val, model number XFCED001. But you can call. What? Val. They what? Uh, approach you. You don't need to go very far because they're approaching you. Um, all four at the same time? Yeah, they're all walking in unison. Because it's weird, Val. Greetings. I am a Varian Alpha Psionic Altonian Lexo Transceiver Unit. Model number XFCED001. But you can call me Val for short. It's great to meet you. We've, We've met. met. The mages say. Um, and the four of them all approach you, the four of you. Weird how there's four of them and four of you, like someone planned that or something. Um, mm. And they each walk up to one of you, Raising Arizona Nicholas Mage. We'll just call them what they are. Raising Arizona Nicholas Mage <laughs> walks up to Jared. Conair Nicholas Mage walks up to Stephanie. Ghost Rider Nicholas Mage walks up to Val. And Wicker Man Nicholas Mage walks up to Ellie. And they say in unison, Are, are you ready? ready? Not everybody at once, please. <laughs> for what? Hello. Uh, I, give, I give him a kiss on the cheek. For what? He, he smirks a little and goes, to get stronger. And simultaneously, all four of them reach up with both hands and grab, not grab, not violently, but like touch you all on the side of your foreheads. Stab us? Oh. They touch you on the side of your foreheads with their hands. That collapses. No, you don't. Um, <laughs> so yeah. instantly, the room you are in slides away so to speak it's like if you were standing kingdom hearts kingdom hearts kingdom like, hearts it's kingdom hearts if you were standing in like a slide of a projector and someone switched the slide but you were still there it just like shoom, and goes away kingdom hearts it's kingdom hearts now find yourself in a completely blank white space like the um, matrix you with your respective away. nicholas is there a leather you chair and a tv from the 50s um and oh baby when you look around each of you, when you look around, just wait it out. It's best it's just a wait it out. This is longer than fair use at this point. <laughs> you look around in this empty white space and notice that you are alone. You don't see your three friends. Jared, you are alone with your Nicholas Mage. Val, you are alone with your Nicholas Mage. Is it like that SpongeBob episode where they get trapped in the like alone, 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 alone? If that's what happens, then yes, I haven't oh, seen that okay. one. But um, it is just you and your respective Nicholas now in this blank white space.
Hello, Questies. This is Danny, your Dungeon Master, here in the middle of episode 34, saying hello. Thank you for sticking with us through our off week last time. We just needed a little bit of a break and a little bit of a opportunity to get ready and recharge and prepare for what's next. So, uh, yeah, you'll see all that when it comes. But now let's get down to a little bit of business podcasts am i right what's the deal with those um they're great actually we're part of a podcast network called the nostalgia network which makes a couple of podcasts such as the one you are listening to right now quest friends forever in addition to the nostalgia podcast in which eric and jess from our show talk about movies and remakes from a queer and feminist perspective eric and jess also do the momos and the appas with dr amber jones which is a look at the folklore of avatar the last airbender and eric along with his band lousy advice that's our friend Jake and Shelby do a show called the Lousy Advice Podcast where they make all kinds of musical rankings and lists and fun little debates about songs and all sorts of fun stuff. Those are all available at thenotstalgianetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Give them a listen. You might as well review them too because you know I'm going to talk about reviews and ratings like I always do. You should review and rate those podcasts as well as our podcast. Those reviews and ratings go a very, very long way to helping us out and broadening our audience, which is why we do this in the first place. So if you have the time, energy, effort, uh, strength, spirit, motivation, desire, championship drive to do all that stuff, uh, we ask that you would do that, please. It would be very nice and we would love you for it. And if you want to keep track of our various shenanigans, uh, like new episode postings and pictures of us when we hang out and fan arts and all kinds of fun stuff, you should follow us on Instagram where we are at Quest Friends Forever. That is where we do our social media business. Give us a follow, why don't you? Click a few things, give a few things some likes while you're there. You can see some of the art done by our very own David Tercero, who does all the episode artwork. Uh, Speaking of that, not on Instagram, but the music for our show, the opening and closing theme of the show are done by our very own Eric Lefebri. Uh, Big thanks to both of them for their artistic contributions, as well as their comedy stylings, and Jess as well, of course. I'm rambling now. Let's get back to the episode to see what Nicholas Mage has in store for our heroes, and we will see you two weeks from now. Bye-bye. Jared, yeah. you are first. You are standing in the white space with Raising Arizona Nicholas Mage. The and hottest, arguably, of he, the Nicholas Mages. I did that on purpose. Um, Thank you. He removes his hands from your head and takes a step back and kind of just looking at you. He says, Jared. Yes. Jared, Jared, Jared. Jared, I'm, last name. Jared. Jared, Jared, no last name. I, I'm sensing... I'm sensing your your thoughts and your 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 motivations, what you, your desires, what you what you want with this group you're traveling with, with your new friends. And okay. I'm I'm feeling like <laughs> I'm getting the feeling you're a little bit, shall we say, self conscious. Hot? Oh, um, yeah. I feel like you have possibly you know made multiple remarks about how you're maybe not as strong as your friends, about how sometimes you feel like Stephanie carries the group and. You, you maybe sometimes worry about your place in the group. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah. Well, Jared, I don't like to see... You know what? We'll say it. My friends. I want to see you be brave. You? I want to see you be brave, Jared. Thank you. I want to see you feel good about the, the help you can provide this group. So why don't we give you a little bit, uh, 
little bit of firepower. What do you say? Get you a little bit jacked up, you know? Um, yeah. Fucking give me weapons. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna give you the weapons that are inside you. you know? Yeah, give me, give me inside, give me inside weapons. He wants to be inside you. Yeah, get inside me. So he he snaps his finger, and this kind of uh, like black crackly electricity kind of appears in his hand, just kind of like in a ball. And he says, "I'm gonna give you a new attack spell, something you can use to strike down your foes from afar." And he uh, holds out his hand like he's offering it to you. Like he wants you to grab this kind of ball of energy. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. I throw, throw both of my hands onto the ball. <laughs> so uh, you feel this kind of jolt of energy through your hands and your arms and your body. Um, and it, I, it, start, I start saying, it's working. <laughs> it's working. Do you feel it? Yeah, man, feel it. Um, uh, and the, the, eventually now it subsides. This is pod racing. This is, now this is podcasting. And he says... You now have the ability to cast Witch Bolt. Use it to strike down your foes. I, as I, my eyes are closed when I'm doing this, I'm like, did you say my eyes shoot open? They're glowing black. <laughs> Witch Bolt. Dun, dun, dun. The very same, he says. He, he sees you kind of accept it, and he goes, good, good, good. Let's see what else we can do. And he kind of holds up his hand, and it's like he's, like he's kind of reading you with his hand, and he says, you're, very, you're a very charismatic person, would you say? bit of a talker yeah you, you, you like to kind of influence people is that fair yeah i'd say so yeah. so it strikes me as odd as you would carry around a, a magic spell to help help you charm people because it feels like you could do that without the magic baby the magic's in you on that one you know what i'm saying Ooh. so why don't we why don't we get rid of that you don't need that anymore and he snaps his fingers and you just feel like you have forgotten something uh you no longer know how to cast charm person and he says why don't we replace that with something a little bit more uh ass kicking and he snaps his finger again, and you feel a, a rush of knowledge into your brain. And in the spot in your brain where Charm Person once lay, now the spell Crown of Madness is in there. And you know how to cast Crown of Madness, which is like Charm Person, but with uh, damage, kind of. I, I raise both of my fingers to my temples, and I say, my brain is so big. <laughs> Nicholas, he's not done yet, though. He's on a roll. He's, now he's, he's feeling good. He's feeling generous. And he says, and I feel like... In your younger days, Jared, in your previous previous adventures, you tried to be kind of a kind of a sneaky, sneaky little snake. Would that be fair to say? Slink around the shadows, sneak up on folks, ro- roguish, one might say. You could say that. Yeah, you could say that. About almost me. like almost like it's your class or something. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe you feel like maybe it's gotten away from you a little bit. Like you're a little bit less sneaky these days. They haven't really stuck around, you know. So why don't we make it a little bit easier to get back to your to your roots? You know, you know what I'm saying? Let me show you what I'm talking about. And he just disappears. He just vanishes from right in front of you. And as you're kind of looking around like, wait, you feel a, uh, a tap on your shoulder from behind you. I mm. scream. <laughs> um. uh, you scream and you, uh, I'm going to make you spin around also. Um, and there's nobody there. There's nobody standing there. But then out of nowhere, he reappears back into existence. And he says, I scream again. <laughs> It sounds like the, the CSI scream a little bit. Yeah. He takes his hand and he opens his palm as if something within his palm, but there's nothing there. And he kind of blows it at you. And you feel like a like invisible kind of like specks of dust hit you in the face. And he goes, Congratulations, Jared. You can now go invisible. Ooh. I hold up my fingers and I snap them. What happens? You go invisible. You have And gained. I snap them again. And you're what back, happens? baby. I do it again. 
You're gonna run out of spell slots, but yeah, you and can then, do it a couple more times, then, I guess. You know what? You're in, no, no, he's in the, the white space. Void. He can do you're it as many times as he wants to. You're in the matrix space. Yeah. And just... then this is okay. So then this is where I do a dance sequence. Music starts coming out of nowhere. You can hear my little tap shoes, like, and then I'm like, Are you invisible while you're doing it? No, I'm coming. Oh, you're coming out, in and out. Uh, oh, out well, you're okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's I'm like strobing. It. It looks, it looks great. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna give someone an aneurysm doing it too much. Nicholas is he's just kind of watching along this raising Arizona Nicholas and he's like yeah yeah I'm into it and how about one more let's give you one more you Don't know fuck me up some people say you gotta have a lot of skill to get by in this world but sometimes I feel some like some people say I look like me dad sure oh <laughs> uh, uh, you guys know Bewitched Nothing. do you not know Bewitched the the band or the show the band oh. No, I know. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know. I know. I know of the band. I don't know what what you are referencing. Because that one song that they do, um, I'm the wolf today. Hey, hey, hey! I'll huff, I'll puff, I'll huff, I'll puff. I'll... Say you will, say, say you won't, won't, say you'll, you'll do, do what, what I, don't. I don't. Okay, yeah. So it starts because the music starts happening, and they're Irish, so they're like doing a little bit of banter before. And one of the girls is just like, "Oh, some say I look like me dad." <laughs> At the opening, what a oh, what a what a pull. What a reference that we can all. I really, I first, I thought that was going to go over so well, <laughs> and it was just. Well, you know, Nicholas says. Some say I look like me dad. Maybe not. A, maybe not a good joke, but sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And so, Jared, why don't we make you just a little bit more lucky? And he winks and he snaps his fingers again. And Jared, as you are finishing leveling up to level eight now, you have gained the feat called Lucky which means you can re-roll a certain amount of D20s if you would like to just to try to get a better result. I believe it's three per day. What was it? Um, three per long rest. Three per long rest. Okay. Yeah, you are now lucky, Jared. Um, Nicholas, he like raises his hand to snap his fingers to take you back to the real world. And he goes, oh, wait, I have one more offer for you if you would like it. I don't want to you know, force it on you or anything, but if you want it. I Oh, baby, I want it. I've been working on my, well, hang on. He says, "Okay, roll, roll sure, it back. sure, really in. right, right, right." I've been working on my divination skills, and it's not my strong suit as a mage, but I'm I'm getting better. And so, I wanted to offer you, if you would like, as a one last parting gift, a a snapshot of your possible future, if you're interested. Some people don't oh, like. Fuck yeah! Some people don't like Show knowing me. their futures, man. You know, so yeah, I want to see. All right, uh, just just fair warning. I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. I want to see how I die. I don't know I what's going to gonna, what's gonna happen, man. I'm just going to do it, and we're going to see what happens. You know, you never know what's going to come out of the come out of the bottle until you rub the genie. You know what I'm saying? No, can you explain that for me? Bottle, uh, he says no, and grabs the side of your head again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jared, you uh, kind of in your head this this is kind of like swirly kind of it's kind of nothingness. It's kind of just smoke and blurry, and nothing's really happening until it kind of starts forming into this image. It's not like a crystal clear 4K HD image, which would be weird in the fantasy world anyway, but um, almost kind of like an impressionist painting sort of, sort of vibe where it's kind of, it's kind of there, but it's not quite. Um, the image you receive, Jared, uh, you see yourself, you, Jared, in some kind of like, uh, looks like a woods or a forest or something. Uh, you are standing up and you are looking down. And what you are looking down at is a body on the ground. And... As you're kind of looking at this image, like, this is kind of weird, uh, it gets a little, little bit clearer until you can make out the identity of the body on the ground. And Jared, the person on the ground that you are standing over is you. 
You are looking down at a dead body of yourself. Why have you done this? Is a good question for me to ask you in this moment. Foreshadowing. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, foreshadowing killing me. Thanks, King. Well, you were looking at um, your own body. It's you were looking down at it. It's like what's going on there? Isn't that so weird? Oh my god. Was he no, looking but in at my his body, head, or I, did he get a vision of himself looking at his body? I it was me. I I'm seeing two people. Both of them are me. One of them is dead. One of them is alive. That is correct. Mm. Oh, I thought you were just saying it. My the vision was my dead body, and I'm no, no, looking no. at it. No, that's yourself. what I thought too. I oh, come on. You yourself are looking down at a body that is you. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's fine. Kill my was clone. It, I don't. Was I don't he care about my clone. He looked at that. Huh. Was he himself looking at himself looking at himself? Or did he, you transmutate my body? The very he himself was, indeed, yes. Okay, kill, kill every one of my clones. I don't <laughs> give a shit about them. As long as you don't kill me, I'm fine. Smash cut to somewhere else in the white space. We are looking at Stephanie and Conair Nicholas face-to-face. And this Nicholas takes his hand off your head and takes a step back and kind of looks at you. And that, that breeze, that wind blowing his hair around, it's just there. It's constant. You can't feel where it's coming from, but it's just always <laughs> there. It's just like a gif on repeat somehow. And he looks at you and he goes, Saphony, Saphony, Saphony. Uh-huh. You got a lot going on in there, don't you? And he kind of point, like taps his head. Like, you got a lot going on up in there, don't you? A lot of worries. Uh-huh. Like, kind of kind of anxious. Kind of nervous about stuff sometimes, you know? I mean, I think you would be too if you were like, you know, the protector. Oh, oh, and oh, oh. Like a I'm whole, not... you know, there's like your your alter best friend in a different universe is maybe destroying the world. It's it's a it's a lot. So he says, I'm not being a hater. I'm just saying. I mean, okay, I'm... good. I'm glad that we cleared this up because sure. I was. You were starting to sound like a bit judgy. Oh, and no, oh I really no. don't need that from you. Well, I'm not sure what that last part meant, but you know, even so, you know, we're in the, we're in the white space. We're all friends here. You know, seems like you, I, I can sense you're on a bit of a, a bit of a journey. It feels like you're trying to maybe get a little bit more hmm, charismatic. One might say, seems like you used to be really kind of in your shell. It seems like you, you let other people do the talking for you a lot of the time, but starting to come out of it a little bit, I feel like. And I'd like to help you on that journey. I, people expect me to talk and say things and to be good at literally everything. So <laughs> that is absolutely one area where I'm probably um, needing of uh, help. There it is. As you, there, yeah. It's, yeah. Tra- see, trademark see trademark I mean? charisma right there. <laughs> he says, all right, well, listen. Just being more charismatic for that. The magic's in you all along. I can't really help you with that. But I can give you a little bit of a leg up, as they say, in the industry. I don't know what industry, but it's an industry. I'm sure they say that. So you've come a long way since you were hiding in the shadows, letting your friend Ellie kind of take credit for the things you would do, you know, back before the podcast started. But wouldn't it just be a little bit easier if you kind of knew more about your audience before speaking to them? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What if you could, like, look inside the minds of the people you were trying to speak to and... Wouldn't that be kind of nice sometimes? You know what? That would be pretty great. I'm not well, going to lie. Boy, do I have an offer for you. And he snaps his fingers. And nothing really happens. You don't really, you don't really feel anything. But he goes, try to read what I am thinking right now, Stephanie. Okay. Um, 
okay, I can do that. I know how to do this. I mean, you're not wearing the other, but it's fine. Here, I'm going <clears> to, <throat> and I close my eyes and I like mentally reach out to where he's at. What happens? So using your new spell called Detect Thoughts that Nicholas Mage has now given you, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature. What is most on its mind in that moment? So with Conair Nicholas Mage, you get the sense that he really wants to get back to his daughter and, you know, he's just wrongfully accused and all this stuff from Conair. Conair references, he's like, boy, John Malkovich is a scary man, all these things. But you have detected his thoughts. You can now read the surface level thoughts of creatures and you can also go deeper with it if you want to. Uh, that's kind of the next level of the spell. But um, he has given you detect thoughts. So that's a spell that I can use now, that is right? A it's a spell not just... spell that you are okay. now equipped with. What level um, spell is that again? It is a second level spell. It is not usually okay. for druids, but you have acquired it uh, through your new feat that you chose because you chose the feat of telepathic, which is a lot of fun. So Nicholas kind of, he kind of smiles. He, he senses that you're doing this and he goes, weird, right? Kind of crazy, kind of out there. Kind of wild. I, I go deeper into his thoughts. Oh shit. Okay. What well, is deeper into tech thoughts? Instead of his reasoning, it's emotional state, something that looms large in his mind. Um, so you go a little deeper, and he's like, fuck yes, I have the declaration. Fuck yes. My motivation is that I'm just going to be so fucking excited. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's going to be wild. I'm going to go deeper and try to figure out what he's going to do with the declaration. God, uh, no one can go that deep. Uh, <laughs> so you have earned that through your, your new feat called telepathic. So he says, um, okay. I know your best friend Ellie and you kind of have this like telepathic link and kind of helps you communicate with her, but... I want you to branch out a little bit, you know? I want you to be able to have that kind of... Obviously, nothing as special as you and Ellie because, you know, friendship and all, but why limit it to just her? Why not all of your friends? So you now have the ability to be telepathic. It's a feat, you might say, that you've accomplished, <laughs> so to speak. Um, yeah, so as part of your leveling up, Stephanie, you have uh, taken the telepathic feat and you now know uh, detect thoughts. Mm-hmm. To be a little mm-hmm. bit more uh, talky, perhaps, or social, even if it's just in people's minds. So, and I um, did um, put my points into charisma, so now I only right. have a negative one instead of a negative two. So that's why he said the I've magic been on was this in whole, this whole social journey that I feel like I'm really crushing. The magic was in you all along, he says. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he starts to um, kind of like turns to leave, even though there's nowhere to go, which is this fucking blank white space. And he turns back around dramatically and the hair blows again in the wind. And he goes, oh, wait, I've been working on my divination. And he gives that whole speech again. And he goes, would you like a glimpse of your potential future? Some people don't, you know, but I just want to offer, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, well then, let's see what we can. And he shakes his arms a whole bunch, shakes his hands down. And he goes, let's see what we can cook up. And he uh, puts his hands back on your head. And again, it's kind of the first thing you see It's. It's not really, a, you know, a crystal clear image, kind of just kind of shapes and, and fuzzy things kind of floating around out there until it starts to get a little bit more clear. And similar to Jared, not that you would know this, but you are also in a forest. Uh, you can tell there's trees and bushes and leaves. You know what forests are, you especially. You are sitting on the ground up against a tree with your knees hugged up to your chest. Uh, your face is red as if you have been crying. And the image kind of takes a little bit more shape and the kind of the surrounding areas filling around you, the background, the foreground, the sides. And the interesting thing about that is that there is nothing interesting there. 
there are no other people, there is no little robot, there is no other elf, there is no human rogue. You are completely by yourself and alone. And mm. as you're kind of looking at this image, waiting for something maybe to happen, something more uh, joyous or happy, uh, the image is gone. And Nicholas pulls his hands away and he looks at you and like, oh, man, that's kind of a, oh, that one didn't feel too good. Um, That's like, I mean... Maybe you got the wrong channel. Like maybe like you're like it's <laughs> <laughs> you know. I I think that maybe there's you know mm. maybe the wind over here is like I It is I don't awfully know. windy right around my head, I guess. That's not like a thing, right? I mean that's like that's maybe just like one channel of many, right? Oh, I mean, just to be clear, it is a possible future. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a you it's the wrong channel. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Hmm. You know, Maybe maybe you should think about uh, <laughs> <laughs> about uh, turning it back on. Le- him. Yeah, le- about leveling that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not a div- he's not a divination wizard, so he's working on it. But um, that's all he's got for you. Um, Keep working. And we smash cut, and now we're looking at. Ghostwriter Nicholas Cage and is all black, looking at a small robot. Oh my god! <laughs> at this moment, Val breaks the fourth wall, looks at the camera, and says, "Hello." Nobody responds because that'd be weird. And Ghostwriter Nicholas Mage uh, takes his hand off the glass dome because you don't have a forehead. Takes a step back and kind of looks you over, and he goes, "Val, oh Val, hello, little Val, oh man. hello." You've you've been on quite a little adventure, haven't you, my friend? You've hello. Seen a lo- yes, hello. You've seen a lot on your travels. You've come a long way from the discotheque, I believe it was called. Sure thing. Now, now, Val, from from you, I'm I'm getting a reading here, and it feels like hello. Yes, thank you. Number one, you want to say hello quite badly. I don't even need to read your thoughts for that one. But Val, it Laugh seems like out loud. Yes, deep in your deep in your uh, heart. Well, not heart. Your core. Your processor. All you want to do is to be like your friends. You look up to them so much. I mean, quite literally, because you're quite short. But also, you see what Stephanie can do. You see what Ellie can do. You see what Jared can do. And you just want to be like them. Like when you stole my mystery potion from my desk because you've been hanging around Jared, you know? You can't oh, sit that by me, no, you know? No, thank you. I can do level eight spells, and there's four of me right now. So I'm kind of, kind of all-knowing, man. But you know what? No hard feelings. I got the declaration. Val, Val's back apartment opens up and Val reaches for the potion to, and then Val gestures to hand no, it. No, 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 no. But this isn't even reality we're in. So don't Thank even. Thank you I, for your I assistance. Even be able to, okay. You've been a great help. Val gets a little pushy wanting to give the potion back to. I wouldn't even be this. able to take it. I mean, we're, we're metaphysical right now. It's not even, it's not even really how we're, you know what? All right, fine, fine, fine. And he, he takes it and he puts it in the sure pocket. Sure thing. And he says, it's, it's not going to be here. When we, when we come out of this, it's still going to be in your compartment. So just. Just so you know. Sure thing. Anyway, Val, listen. Thank you for okay. your assistance. Je- You've been Jesus, a great help. <laughs> so all you want to do is be more like your friends. And I want to give you what you want, Val. So why don't we see how we can make you a little bit more like Ellie, Stephanie, and Jared. Sure thing. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, your friend Jared. He's a sneaky little snake, isn't he? In the shadows, moving Laugh around. Out loud. First he's here, then he's there. No one quite knows where he is all the time, right? It's a bit roguish. I already made that joke, but you know we'll do it again because you weren't there for it technically. So hard to detect, kind of all over the place, right? Sure thing. Thank you. I also need validation. So why don't we give you uh, a new spell to make it a little bit more harder to track? And he 
snaps his fingers. And Val, you feel your, uh, your, your core processor chug a little bit as you are taking on new information all of a sudden, magically. But as it comes back and your CPU, CPU usage goes down and the, the fans blow a little bit quieter. Do you have fans? Fan- Would that be your butt? Fantasy fans? No. That would be like my lungs. Okay. So the, the fan coolers slow down a little bit. And uh, you now... What color are the RGB lights around the fans? Uh, R, G, and B. Um, you now know the spell Dimension Door. It is something you have taken as one of your new spells as part of your level up. Okay. Um, so you can kind of uh, teleport around now. You're a, you're a hard-to-track little robot now that can jump around in, in space. Not, I mean, not space, but, you know, physical space. Should I, should I try it? Yeah, I'll try it out. Val points in, I don't know, to the left, because there is no marking. Yeah, it's, there's no up down here. Yeah. Void. Now you see me. Poof. Now you don't. And then Val disappears <laughs> and reappears in the exact same spot for some reason. <laughs> you teleported to the same spot? Yeah. You're like two inches to the left, maybe. Um, <laughs> and Nicholas says, oh, yeah, I, uh, I also gave you a little bit of voice line for that one. If that's I kind of poked around in there a little bit. If, 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 I hope that's he... okay. Nope, that's not it. What? What? <laughs> what, the, what the fuck did you say <laughs> to me? Let me do that again. Let's try. Haha. Nope, that's not it. Oh. What about, what if I do? Tee hee hee. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm. You know what? I'm, I'm going to take that one away. You're not going to do that one. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So that can be like Jared. How do we make you more like Ellie? Well, I mean, sure Ellie's, thing. Ellie's pretty strong, I guess. Uh, why don't we give you a little bit of a little sturdier, right? Ellie, Ellie can take a hit, right? So uh, a little sturdy. And, and Val, I, from what I understand, you uh, <laughs> take a lot of hits, you know, and not even not even the fun kind. And he tink tink tinks. Um, Laugh out loud. <laughs> you get hurt a lot, is what I'm reading from you. I, uh, there was something with lasers. There was something with a bridge and some gargoyles, and you just you just take your share of bumps and scrapes. So tink tink you... tink. Jesus, that's terrifying to hear it actually be said. It sounds like you're angry about it. Tink, tink, tink. So it's like you're mad. Tink, tink. <laughs> That's also not going to be a voice line. Um, uh. So you have acquired the feat Brawny. Okay. And why don't you tell me what that does? Because you already wrote it down. Because I already wrote it ago. down. It yeah. picks up your toughest spills. Hey. Yeah. So my strength score is increased by one. Mm-hmm. I get proficiency in athletics. Ooh. So those so fucking can, cartwheels, maybe so you can, can finally nail a little bit. Shit now. Yeah. And I count as if I were one size larger for the purpose of determining my carrying capacity. So you got more dense. Kind I got of. heavier. Yeah. Even though you didn't grow, you just got a little bit more, th- got thicker. I got, I upgraded my, uh, my cooling. Processor. I, just say know, processor I, when you my, don't know. No, I, I upgraded. Hold on. I uh, switched out my motherboard uh, bus lines mm-hmm. with. Uh, <sighs> my waveguides are now made of gold. That's what i was hoping you would say okay. um and he goes all right so finally stephanie how do we make you more like your friend stephanie well what can stephanie do that sets her apart what's her what's her specialty you know well i mean i'm sure when you think everything she does is great at all you know when it's all great nothing really is a specialty but i know she turned into a spider to save your life on a bridge i know she's turned into a, a t-rex to fight off a god i know she turned into a badger for distracting purposes so Val, the gift I'm going to give to you to make you more like your friend Stephanie, you can also now a polymorph, baby. And he snaps his fingers. And Val, you have gained the spell polymorph. And he says, try it out for me. What do you got? Give me your best shot. It's morphing time. (laughs) 
What do you? God damn it! What do you turn into? A tank. That's not how it works. Uh huh. A tank. Yeah, I'm a robot. I'm not going to turn into a dog. No, yes, you are. You're, I have you to turn into a robot and, and creatures. Sli- okay, you're going to be a robo dog. A fighter jet. No, da, it's not. You're da, not fucking da, 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 sound and wave there's, and there's cool music. That happens. Optimus Prime. No, you're not a transformer. Okay, I turn into a squirrel. Okay, but the squirrel is made of metal. Yes, all the animals you're going to turn into, Val uh, David, are going to be the mecha versions of those animals. Okay, uh, unless you specify otherwise. So yes, okay. you turn into basically mecha squirrel. Um, squirrel has a rocket launcher on its back. You know what? In the white space, it does. Not yeah, in the real world, you. it wouldn't. But in the white space, sure, you can do whatever you want here. <laughs> sure thing. And he waves his hand like, "All right, come on back. Come, come, come on back to me now." It's morphing time. You want to be able to talk as the squirrel. Is that you rebuilding yourself? Jesus I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh, fuck. Nope. I got to find the Transformers nope. noise. Nope. Ah. Absolutely not. So you are back to being Val. I'm going to find And he that. goes, you are now armed with the skills you need to be an even better hero. But before I let you go, Val, I have to make you the same offer I made the others. Would you like a glimpse of your possible future? Oh, dear. No, thank you. And Val just turns around and walks away. He, uh, wow. He raises his eyebrows and he kind of, you know what? He respects it. He respects it. He goes, wow. All right. I respect it. So long. It. <laughs> As you just get further away Matt, in this empty you're, white you're space. You're kind of talking still at the same tone of voice, and I get it doesn't matter because we're in the white void, but I'm now mm-hmm. a good solid 40 feet away from you. I'm just walking away. <laughs> Where are you going? So long. <laughs> All right. He, uh, wait, uh, wait, wait. Plus Ellie. Laugh right? out loud. Laugh okay. out loud. Val comes running back. Laugh out loud. Oh, oh, okay. Sure thing. Yes, you do want it? Do the thing. Oh, Do all right. the thing. All right, fine. All right, let's see what we can cook up here. And he, he puts his two hands on your glass dome and gets a little bit of fingers print smudge on him. He was eating Cheetos earlier. Rude. Um, again, the same kind of like kind of formless shapes and colors kind of appear in your, your visual processing unit. And Do you think I can get 5G? You can get uh, 5F for fantasy because that's what we're in. Five, 5E is the edition of D&D. That's a better joke. Hey, editor of this podcast, Danny, that's a better joke. Replace that one with that one. 5E is a better joke. Okay, cool, sweet. Um, so it is nighttime, you can tell. Uh, you're not in a forest, in kind of like a like an open field or like a, like a desert. It's hard to make out. Um, way off in the distance, there's some kind of like jaggedy looking structure. It's far too far away to tell. Um, in the foreground, though, the important thing here, Val, is you see yourself. You are there. You are in some kind of fight. You're in a battle. You are like have your arms raised, like you're about to cast a spell, or like you're defending yourself or something. And the the forms and the shapes of this image swirl a little bit and kind of form the shape of your attacker. It's it's very dark. It's hard to kind of get a, a good look at what they are kind of wearing or whatever. But they have this kind of big staff in their hand and they are bringing it down on top of you onto the, uh, the glass dome as if they're striking you on the dome and as the image kind of looks like it's, it's settled the face of this person kind of uh, wavy 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 who is it who is it who is it and the face takes shape and it is the face of Stephanie and just then the image crackles out of existence and you're looking back at Nicholas Mage in the white space Oh my good! Oh my goodness! Oh my good! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! And oh Nicholas my goodness! Says, Damn, these are these are not great. I, I didn't pull very good ones here. I'm oh boy, oh maybe I need to hit the hit the divination books a little bit more. Oh, I mean maybe you're going to another dimension. Maybe no it's fucking with it. No, no, <laughs> no. Val, no Val, go to your room. No cursing. 
honestly. <laughs> what did no I just shit. hear you say? <laughs> I like that Jared and Stephanie curse all of the time, but the yeah. second that Val puts Val, it in. I'm stealing now. That's a no-no word, Val. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> That's not going to be a voice line. These are these are <laughs> only in the white space can you say these things. Let, you get back to the real world. Let Val be Val. Hashtag let Val curse. Get it trending. Um, before before we go anywhere, Val gets Nicholas Mage's attention before he's like, okay, we're done. Yeah, okay, he's about to snap his fingers, but he stops. Uh, uh, yeah. And then Val unplugs a USB drive and then holds it out to him. Okay. Do yeah, the yes. thing. With, I don't have a, a, an input on my body. Do the thing. I don't really know where this goes. I want to see the raccoons feature. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Val pushes a little further, like gets a little further in front of. Please comply with my instruction. I wish. Please comply with my inst. Do the thing. My face made a sound. Right now. I mean, technically, it is. There it is. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Stop Come it. On. I don't like Val saying whatever they want. It's making Come me uncomfortable. We gotta get out of this fucking thing. white space. Um, okay, so he touches the USB port. Uh-huh. Uh, roll a D6, right? Well, no, this is not to see what the raccoon does. I want to see the raccoon's future. Oh, okay, okay. You have um, to do your thing with the, the, do the thing. Okay, now, now Danny, it's very important. So if you very neglect, important. if you neglect the, the Gamatashi, mm-hmm. it can get Damn. sick. It can die. It can die. And in the later versions too, it can also marry, it can go shopping. So maybe it's going to get like an upgrade to one of those. Maybe, I don't know. You're the DM, so this is up to you. But like, are you also going to have the little raccoon like be dead and like just I mean, like are wonder you, Are you also going to kill is? a small raccoon, you monster? Everyone's getting pretty grim visions. Um, so <laughs> I guess somehow Val also sees it. Uh, the raccoon is just surrounded, surrounded by poop. Ew. Like more so than can normally appear on the, the Gamatashi screen. It's oh, new. wild. Nope, not new. Nope. No. See, Val's bad at talking in this white space. We got to get out of this fucking white space so Val can't do that anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, I don't no. Like sad Val. That's, no. Oh, we're, no. We're, we're getting out of the white oh, space. Stop no. keeping that one. I'm keeping Nicholas it. Mage, all, all of you see Nicholas Mage, your respective mages, raise their hands, snap their fingers, and we are back in the study, the torn up study with the horses in the cart and the mess the four Nikolai merge back into one another and the the world like shimmers like in matrix when Neo, you know, becomes the one like the world shimmers around him. Um, just like that. And you're looking now at the original Nicholas, the OG Nicholas mage, and you have all leveled up to level eight, level eight, right? Sure thing. Yes. Congratulations. You're leveled up to level eight. You are now buff and ready for some shit. And so Nicholas clasps his hand together and goes, I think it's time for me to go. I mean, I'm, I'm in my place, so I guess it's time for you to go. But it's time for me to exit your lives, I guess. So I do want to say before I send you away that the images I showed you from the future, remember, nothing set in stone. The future's unwritten, man, you know? Just you control your own fate. So I say, based on what we saw, get out there and control the hell out of yours. Was that, he kind of looks around like, was that inspiring? I, I, I've been kind of working on that. Was that, was that good? I, Laugh about, out loud. I'm thinking about trying out for community theater. Was that believable? It's a I great think first you, step. First, <laughs> oh, I no. think 
you need to focus and uh-huh. you need to work on your divination skills uh-huh. because sure. um maybe a little less bad I, news next time i mean i think you just need to work on your presentation mm-hmm. work on so uh, delivery okay work on also seeing better things you need to like will things into existence and right now i get the like at least with me it felt like you were wishing bad things upon me and i don't appreciate that oh i I was just reading what was there man i don't wish bad y'all gave me the declaration i don't wish anything bad on you at all you need therapy stop it (laughs) that's not in canon (laughs) leave it in leave it in since you came out of the white space you can't do that anymore all right he uh he picks up the poster tube again that one stop it he picks up the poster tube again and he, and he hugs it to his chest and he goes, as one final parting gift, I can teleport you and your horses wherever you need to go so you don't have to go through my desert again. Where would you like to be sent to get on your merry way and on to your next adventure? Absalom. Jared, were you going to? No, I, I was going to make a joke oh. that wasn't ready. So. <laughs> so Nicholas says, yeah, you also need to work on your presentation, I guess. <laughs> oh, you shut your fucking mouth. He says, got him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything about me, sir. And Laugh while they're loud. arguing, I turn over to Ellie and I'm like, Ellie, did you also have a, like a weird vision that he gave you that like seemed really bad? Oh, I, I said no. I didn't, oh, good. I didn't want to see it. Seems uh, seems kind of weird to, to know your future. I don't, didn't know if it'd be helpful or not. Can you just promise me something? Unless you absolutely have to or something. Like, can you, like, not leave me alone and crying alone in the forest by myself with everybody gone? And especially you? I mean, she, uh, uh, her face, like, she makes, like, a confused face. Like, oh, um, is that what you saw? Yeah. Oh. I don't, I don't really, you know me. I don't really cry. I'm not, not, Uh like, real hard or anything. But, like, I was... In a forest, literally by myself, like hard crying, like having a good cry by myself. And oh, no. um, it was ugly, like, you know, like when the snot is like coming down your nose and like you gross. can't, like, yeah, it was gross and it was lonely and it was sad. And he said that, like, that was like one of many features. And like, I'm going to try not to dwell on it because I don't want to like manifest that or whatever. Oh, yeah, but... the, whole, the whole speech he gave about the future, yeah, unwritten, kind of cliche. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I mean, Little yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I'm just going to chalk this up to he doesn't know what he's doing and he's bad. Yeah. I and really crazy. Like, I didn't really like the bee movie. I mean, not bee movie, but the, the movie with the bees. So <laughs> he's definitely got some stuff to work on. With the diamonds in tow, with uh, a mystery potion and a deed, some kind of deed and, and new skills and new spells and visions of your future and strength and knowledge and power and success all weighing heavily on you. Nicholas turns and goes, all right, it's been nice knowing you. Catch you on the flip side, babies. And you are being sent back to Absalom as he snaps his fingers. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the Network.com for more. Hey everybody, I'm Eric. I'm Shelby. I'm Jake. And we are the band Lousy Advice from the Lousy Advice Podcast. Come listen as we draft artists and genre-centric 
best of lists. With the help of our closest friends. These lists are canon. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. From Misfits to Cher. Green Day to Gaga. Or Pup to Paramore. Listen to the Lousy Advice Podcast now or else. Stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Nostalgia Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget that we are the band Lousy Advice, and this is our podcast, the Lousy Advice Podcast. The Lousy Advice Podcast? The Lousy Advice Podcast. Podcast.